Blessings to you, my friend. This is Pastor McGee with Empowerment Ministries Christian Center, and you're listening to Empower the City Podcast. I pray today that your hearts are blessed, minds renewed, and you are infused with the passion to serve God like never before. Blessings to you, and enjoy the message. 1 Samuel chapter number 3, verses number 1. The Bible declares, The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was, somebody shout, rare. It was rare. There were not many visions. One night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord where the ark of God was. For says, then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, here I am. He ran to Eli and said, here I am, you called me. But Eli said, I did not call, go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. Again, the Lord called Samuel and Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am, you called me, my son. Eli said, I did not call, go back and lie down. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. A third time the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am, you call me. Then Eli realized, there it is, that the Lord was dealing with this boy. (laughs) So Eli told Samuel, go and lie down. And if he calls you, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Father, Thank you again for this opportunity to minister the word of God to the people of God. The word is already blessed, humbling myself before you now, hiding myself behind the cross that men may not see. Give honor, glory to Greg. All glory goes to you in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody says, so for the next three weeks, we're going to be ministering from this topic, the whispers of God. (laughs) The whispers, the whispers of God. Understand um, in 2020, I, I believe, I believe, according to what God has witnessed in my spirit, um, 2020 is going to be a year where it's going to be paramount for you to hear the voice of God. Because 2020 is about destiny decisions. It's not, it's not about, so, so I, got, I got some pink pants. <laughs> I do. That I was going to wear with this shirt. But I was like, Nah, I ain't doing pink today. 2020 is not about what color pants you're going to wear if you're going to wear those type of shoes. No, no. 2020 is about are you going to New Orleans or Jackson? And if you're going to New Orleans, then you need to get off 49. If you're going to Jackson, you don't need to go out 10. And so what the enemy would try to do is to confuse you to take a long way because you can get to Jackson going I-10, but it's way out the way to get there. And God is trying to shorten some of our time because he wants to do a quick work on the inside of us. So, so, so the whispers of God. So he, here's, here's the good news. Here's the good news I want to start out with these two things. Number one, somebody shout, God wants to talk to me. 
I'm telling you that God desires to have a conversation with, with you and, and un understand the, the, co the conditions of the con conversation. Uh, while I was away, this is one of the things that God be began to minister to me personally because um, when I go on sabbatical, yes, there is ministry time. There, there, is, there is time for him to deal with me as a pastor, but I really wanted him to deal with me as a man because the, the, the man with just the gifts is no good. If the man is bad, but the gifts are good, then that's not, that's not good. God help me to be a good, not a, watch this, not a good pastor. God help me to be a good Christian. So God began to deal with me about being a good Christian. And this is what God spoke to me concerning all of those who are in my circle, from my wife to my children, um, to this church, to me being a friend. I got one of my friends, Daniel Evan, he's here. Daniel, I'm a better friend now, brother. Because <laughs> this is what God dealt with me about. God spoke to me, and I heard him say this. He says, don't wait until people in your lives become a better version of themselves before you love them. That's what he told me. Don't, don't wait until they become a better version. But because here it is, here it is. So you got people in your life that you love, but sometimes they get on your nerve. Come on, say amen, Daniel. No, Daniel, say amen. <laughs> you, you got people in your life you love, but sometimes they get on your nerve. And when they get on your nerve, sometimes you reserve your love. You don't cut them off. You don't go AWOL, but you just reserve certain levels of special treatment. God says, if they in your life, go ahead and give them that treatment while you got time. Because you don't know how much time you got with them. So, so I say that within context. When God says, I want to talk to you, he's not waiting to talk to you when you get holier. When you become more sanctimonious, he says, I need to talk to you. I, Isaiah 118 says, come now, let us what, y'all? God says, let's, man, let's sit down. Let's go to Wingstop and let's just kick it, man. Come, you understand? Get, get, your, get your Buffalo deal. You understand? Let, let's sit down because I need to talk with you and, and look at the context of his, this conversation. Come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord, though your sins be as scarlet. I know you jacked up. But I need to talk to you despite what you're going through. So everybody shout, God wants to talk to me right now. God wants to talk to you right now. Here's the other good news. Every, every believer has an innate ability to hear the voice of God. I need you to embrace that. Every believer has an innate ability to hear the voice of God. Revelation 2.7 says, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Un understand, understand. A, a baby that's born, a healthy baby that's born into the world has the ability to hear natural sounds. May not understand, fully comprehend what he is hearing, but he has the ability to hear the sound. Well, as a believer, the Bible declares we have been born again. And because we've been born again, not of flesh, but by the spirit, we have an innate ability to hear in the spirit realm. That's why the Bible calls us sheep. It, it's amazing, and I, I, I did so, a little research, and it was, it was actually, I just went on YouTube and Googled it. it. It was really good, though. And one of the things that I learned, you could have, fellas, come here real quick, real, real quick, real quick. You, you could have, watch this, watch this. You could have three shepherds come together, and our flock of sheep intermingle, and the two shepherds, three shepherds go their different direction and simply make a sound and their sheep follow them and not the other. The Bible calls us sheep because sheep have an ability to distinguish the shepherd's voice. 
And I'm telling you right now that you have an ability right now. Oh, God, help me. He's not waiting for you to become uh, uh, mature enough. He's not waiting for you to become spiritual enough. I'm talking about right now. If you are born again, born again believer, you have the ability to hear the voice of God. Can somebody say amen to that? John 10, 3 says, the gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by what, y'all? He knows your name. He calls them by, by name and leads them out for, says, when he has brought out, out all his own, he goes on ahead of them. He, he just walks ahead of them. He walks ahead of and his sheep follow him because they know his what, y'all? You have the ability to hear. So let's, let's kind of debunk this for a second. Okay, God wants to talk to me. Okay, Reb. <laughs> That's good to know. All right, I got you. And I can hear. I hear what you're saying, but I got an issue. That's my issue right there. You say he want to talk to me, and you say when he speaks, I do have the ability to hear. Well, why is it that I'm in a state of confusion and don't know which direction to go if he wants to talk to me now? And I have the ability to hear him when he Speak. So this is what I want to do. I want to minister from this text, 1 Samuel chapter number 3, and there are two ideas that I want to highlight in the text, and these are also ideas personally that I have found myself struggling with in the past that have prevented me from hearing the voice of God clearly in my current situation. Man, I'm so excited about this series because in this series, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you practical, just practical steps, spiritual steps of how you can hear the voice of God for your life. So the first thing that I want to highlight as, as a hindrance from us hearing the voice of God, number one, failure to carry out previous instructions. You want God to speak to you about something new when you ain't followed what he already. It's almost like, you know, on my GPS, and I'm, I'm bad at this. I'm, I'm really, really bad at this. Um, so my GPS, it, it tells me, you know, drive, you know, 40 miles north, and then you're going to make a turn, da 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 So the GPS tells me, drive straight for 40 miles. Well, I heard what you said, but it's been five miles, and I want to know the next turn. And I have the ability to see what the next turn is because I own the GPS. The problem is I don't own God. God owns. <laughs> so he's obligated to give me the step, but not the next step until I fulfill the. Let, 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 me, let me show you in the text. First Samuel chapter number three, verse number one. The Bible declares the boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli in those days. The word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. Uh, verses, chapter number 12, verses, chapter two, verses 12 says, Eli's sons were scoundrels. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I, I missed something. Let me, let me go back. Let me go back. Let me go back. Yeah. So, so in, in those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. This, this is why I highlighted that. God wasn't talking as much, not because he didn't want to talk. He couldn't talk. Why? Because the one he was supposed to talk to wasn't in position to hear. So God really don't have a talking problem. Sometimes we got a listening. 
Eli is the man of God. He is the high priest. He is the one that's supposed to be hearing the voice of God for the people of God. But God can't talk to him because he's out of position. I'm getting ready to show you what's his issue. Uh, chapter 2, verses 12, Eli's sons were scoundrels. They had no regard for the Lord. 17, this sin of the young men was very great in the Lord's sight, for they were treating the Lord's offering with content. Verse 22, now Eli, was, who was very old, heard about everything his sons were doing to all Israel and, had they, and how they slept with the women who served at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Now, now look at the intervention that Eli uh, uh, offers. So he said to them, this, this is two boys, why do you do such things? I hear from all the people about these wicked deeds of yours. 24 says, no, my sons, the report I hear spreading among the, Lord, among the Lord's people is not good. If a person sins against another, God may mediate for the offender. But if anyone sins against the Lord, who will intercede for them? Look, look at this. His sons, however, did not listen to their father's rebuke. So he got on to, boy, y'all... Y'all need to cut that out. What y'all doing? This is not good. But the Bible declares the sons did not listen. Now, now watch this because verse number 27 on down issues a rebuke and judgment on Eli and not his sons. And I'm trying to figure out because he did talk to his boys. He did communicate to his boys. He did say, y'all need to stop this. The boys got their own will. They can do whatever they want to do. But, but 27 says, now a man of God came to Eli and said to him, this is what the Lord says, did I not clearly reveal myself to your ancestors' family when they were in Egypt under Pharaoh? I chose your ancestor out of all the tribes of Israel to be my priest, to go up to my altar, to burn incense, and to wear an ephod in my presence. So God says, number one, why do you scorn my sacrifice and offering? And number two, why do you honor your sons more than me? Now, now, now press pause, because it seems as though there is a contradiction in the text. God, sa God says, God is speaking through the man of God, and he says, why do you honor your sons more than me? Well, ho hold on, God. Did, I mean, the Holy Spirit did write the text, and the Holy Spirit put in the text that Eli rebuked his sons and told them to stop doing what they were doing. But God says, I heard what you said. But still, I see something different. And here's the deal. Eli spoke to a situation that he was supposed to stop. He spoke to something. Come here, my son. Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Go, walk that way, walk that way. No, no, stop, 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 stop. Keep going. Stop, 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 stop. Just keep going. Stop, stop, stop. You need, you need to stop. You need to stop. You need to stop. You need to Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to try one more time. Stop, 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 stop. I need you, come on, stop, stop. Watch this, watch. I, I said stop now. Hey, hey, I said stop. I said stop. Some situations you do more than just speak to. You actually have the ability to do something. And God is getting on to him, not because he just, because he didn't say nothing. He did say something, but you have the ability to do more, y'all ain't saying that. And I've already dealt with you about this, and you want me to say something more to you, but you ain't doing what I already told you to. So many of us right now are in a dangerous situation, about to get run over, parked on I-10, 
trying to decide whether I'm going to get off on 49 or keep straight on I-10. And I'm listening. I'm, I'm, I really need to hear God. But God says, what about the instructions I already gave you? So failure to carry out previous instructions. Failure, failure to carry out previous instructions. That's number one. Number two, watch this. Um, what, what prevents me, what prevents me or hinder, hinders me from really hearing clearly the voice of God? Number two, limited experience in distinguishing the voice of God. Now, now listen to this. Chapter 3, verses 1, the Bible declares, The boy said, I'm your minister before the Lord unto Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. Hmm. 3b, Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel. Five says, Samuel heard this, but he got up and he ran to Eli. Again, the Lord called Samuel, and Samuel got up again. This happened three times. What's, what's going on in Samuel's life? God's voice is unclear to Samuel because he, has not he is not used to hearing from God. And I want to submit to some of you guys right now. God is actually talking, to, has been talking to some of you guys, but you're like, oh, that's just a thought. That's just, I'm just, girl, I'm just, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm just acting, I'm crazy. I don't know why I keep having that same dream. I don't know why I keep having that same right. Why that keep happening? I don't know why that's happening. And some of y'all are walking in circle, walking in circle, and not realize God has, God has been talking to you. But because of limited experience of hearing his voice, I told you you have an innate ability to hear him, so he is talking. You are hearing him, but you can't distinguish that whether it's your thought or his. So, 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 so watch this. I, I want to help. I want to help. I want to highlight this real quickly. Uh, ten, ways to, ten ways God speaks to us. Ten, ten ways God speaks. If, you, if you're taking notes, jot this down, or um, just take a picture for the slow riders. <laughs> ten ways God speaks. Watch this. Number one, wise counsel. Number two, prophetic people. Three, circumstances, natural manifestations, supernatural manifestations. I have testimonies for all five of those um, in my past. God has spoken through wise counsel, prophetic people. The situation that I'm going through is like, God, wow. God begins to minister to me out of the situation. Natural manifestations, supernatural. I got story f stories for all of these. Here are the other five ways. Through the word of God, the Bible. Number seven, through peace. Yeah. Sometimes God will speak to you with the absence of peace. There are certain major decisions I did not make because I didn't have a peace about it. For whatever, I, I'm just restless about this situation. I'm just not moving forward because I have no peace about it. God will speak through peace. He'll speak through thoughts. Sometimes he'll just interject an idea into your head and be like, where that come from? That came from God. Dreams and visions, and I'm so excited for the next couple of weeks because, uh, again, I, I not only want to give you practical ways of hearing the voice of God, I want to help you to, to distinguish um, between the voice of God versus the voice of the devil in your flesh. Yeah, it's going to be such a blessing. And then number 10, whispers. Whispers. Now, now let, me, let me tell you something because... I had um I had a, a a good friend a prophetic friend call me 
um, several months ago. And um, she said, Pastor, um, this is what the Lord told me. And um, she told me what God said. She told me what God said. Now, after what she told me was so crucial to some decisions that I needed to make like weeks ago. I was upset. And the reason I was upset because she said, the Lord been told me, but I was just unsure. And I said, girl, you just should have told me. I, I was, number one, I was upset because she literally had a legitimate word from the Lord that, and I'm just going to say it in my flesh, she on purpose withheld it from me. And it hindered me from making some decisions that was crucial at that particular time in, in, in my life. So, number one, I was mad. I was upset with her. But when I calmed down and got out of my feelings, I became upset with myself. Because what she told me is the kind of stuff God normally talks to me about anyway. So I had to ask myself the question, why didn't he say something? Watch this. See, see, um, this, this is me. This is Greg. This side over here, the Bible, peace, thoughts, dreams, and vision, whispers. God normally speaks to me directly first, and he uses the other side for confirmation. That's how he normally works for me. So he'll tell me, and he'll send a prophet. He'll show me something, and then I'll bounce it off one of my mentors or, or, or counselors. He'll, he'll show me something, and it'll be kind of crazy, and then a circumstance, uh, uh, something to just shift, and it'll, it'll make sense why he told me that particular thing. I, I want to caution you for those of you who live out of this side rather than this side. Like a Gideon always waiting for a sign. Always treating prophets like psychics. I want you to be careful, and the reason you need to be careful is because can God speak out of this side, wise counsel, prophetic people? Yes, he can, and he does, but the other side is a personal side. Y'all ain't saying nothing in this place. I'm talking about when he whispers to you when, when you, when you have a personal relationship with your word, with your Bible, and, and God highlights a particular scripture in, out of your word, when he, when he invades your thoughts and he plants something, it's something personal about that. So I want, I want to caution you to seek him more. So I was upset with her at first, but then I started thinking, I should be upset with her. I should be upset with myself because the information she gave me, this is the stuff God normally talks to me about anyway. Why you didn't speak to me, God? So for the past couple of months, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And my life is the better. My family is the better. The church is the better. Because you got a man of God that has made a commitment to spend more time hearing the voice of God. So, so th this, is, this is one of the keys for me in hearing the voice of God. And I want to share, right share it with you. It's right here in the text. Chapter number three, verses number one. Watch this. The Bible declares... The boy Samuel ministered. Somebody shout, he served. He, he Watch this. He went to work. That's, that's what that means, ministered, he served. He went to work. Before the Lord, yes, but under who, y'all? Eli, a backslidden preacher. And not only was he working, listen to me, for a backslidden preacher 
In the house where there should be bread, should be a word from the Lord. The Bible declares in those days the word of the Lord was rare. So his environment was oppressive. How many know it's hard to hear God in an oppressive environment? Some of y'all work environment like that. Some of y'all school is like that. Some, some of you guys, some, some of your homes are like that. So you have a good day at work until you, whole day until you go home. I mean, you just, I mean, singing and you just whistling and having a great day and you turn on your street, street and it's like. <laughs> let, me, let me show you something. Verse number four says, hmm, let me go here. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Yep, that's what I want. Verse number three says, the lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down. Somebody shout lying down. And the house of the Lord, where the, what, y'all? Now, now, we know that the ark of, the, of God, the ark of the covenant, is symbolic to the presence of God. This, this is one of the keys that I live by that enables me to hear the voice of God clearly in my life and what I have started doing more of in the past couple of months, past couple of weeks. Samuel went and worked, served, ministered in an oppressive house. Hard to hear God when you're under oppression. But this was the key. In his free time, in his lax time, in his personal time, he made sure that he was found somewhere where the presence of God was. The reason some of you guys are not hearing God like you could or should is because the time that you do have that you could hear him, you don't take advantage of that. I, so, so, so I told you guys, um, my wife told you guys, I went on sabbatical for three days, and, and my wife, she still don't believe, I, she's, I don't know. <laughs> Y'all pray for my wife. I'm sending you to freedom again. <laughs> so my, I get home, and, and so this is what sabbatical is like for me. I get up 6, 7 o'clock, and, and, and I read, I pray, I read, I pray, I read, I pray, I pray, I pray, I read. I get something to eat, come back, I read, I pray. Read, read, pray, 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 read, 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 pray. Read, pray, pray, take a nap, get up, read, pray, pray, read, eat something, read, read, pray, 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 read, read, pray, pray, and then go to sleep for three days. No TV, no social media, no voice, period. No, watch this, no intimate voice, period. I don't talk to my wife. My phone is usually on airplane mode, and it's interesting because I had to do something with my phone, and I took it off airplane mode for five minutes and chat call. <laughs> and it wasn't the Lord, it was the devil sending him. <laughs> Nothing but the voice of God for, for, for three days. So... When I tell you that my entire life has been reorganized in three days, I'm telling you, it literally has. I had, I had to pull out a brand new calendar, and God had me to, to, to label every area of my life, and he literally gave me notes of direction to do in every area of my life. 
so, so, so watch this, watch this. Everybody can't do a three-day sabbatical like that. I understand. But this is what I do. I told my wife I wanted to go on a 30-day sabbatical. She said, the devil is a lie. <laughs> he a lie up in here. And I'm, yeah, he is. Praise the Lord. He is. Watch this. This was the difference maker for me. So I had my phone with me. And um, it was funny. Uh, I went to a game Friday, and um, one of the ladies, she was like, I've been, you get my message on Facebook. And, uh, you know, I told her I hadn't been on Facebook in like four or five days. And this is what I noticed. This is Greg. I'm not, I'm not condemning. I'm not throwing rocks at nobody. I'm just talking about me. I literally at least four or five times picked up my phone and did my finger like this. Now, the first time, I, because I, I took Facebook off my, my phone for that, that period. Second time, put it down like, ain't nothing there. Ain't no social media there. By the time I got to the fourth time, it hit me. You have very stressful days ministering before the Lord to the people. You have very oppressive times throughout the day, throughout the week. And the time when you do have free time, personal time, instead of creating an environment for me to speak, I notice you. And I just start thinking for just a moment how much time that I spend, like, watch this, in one session, not talking about a day, just one session with multiply one session times the amount of times that I do it per day, times per week, times per month, times a year. How much time have I wasted that God could have been Because this is what I know about God. You can't make him speak, but he likes to speak when you make time for him. You can't make him say nothing. But in my life, it's like when he sees, oh, oh, you, oh you want to spend time with me? Yeah, let's talk. And so what I made a commitment to do is I'm going to, somebody shout on purpose. You, you got to do it on purpose that I'm going to create a, this is what God started showing me. This is what God started showing me. While I'm away, God started showing me the places that he talked to me at. Can God speak anywhere, anytime, any environment? Absolutely. He is sovereign. He is God. But there's a place and time he just liked to talk to me. And I have noticed within the past couple of months that I haven't been frequent in those places like I could or should have. Y'all ain't saying nothing in this place. And I found, because you know, I'm going to teach on this in a couple of weeks, you know you can't be so busy for God, you don't have time for God. And I have been, I have been, watch this, great at serving him, but I have been poor at sitting at his feet, Mary, and just simply listening to him. I said, I got to change that. I got to change that. So this is why Samuel is in a position to hear the voice of God. Number one, number one, because in his free time, he makes sure he avails himself where the presence of God is. You, you do know, you do know that you are, watch this, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So he lives on the inside of you. And Paul teaches us in Ephesians that, that we can grieve his presence. How do you grieve him when you take him into places that he is uninvited? 
And so sometimes we take him in environments and we're trying to make him speak when he don't want to speak. Brothers, let me hear you say, yeah. <laughs> Brothers, how many know what it's like trying to talk to your wife when she don't want to talk? You know what? That's a, let, me switch, let me flip that. Let me flip that. Sisters, let me hear you say, yeah. How many of you sisters know what it's like to try to talk to a brother when he don't want to talk? Watch it now, watch it now, watch it now. <laughs> I need a freedom t-shirt right now, freedom t-shirt right now. <laughs> Sometimes you take God in an environment that's not conducive for his presence. But, ooh, ooh, Jesus. Let me stay focused. Let me stay focused. So God started dealing with me about places that he normally speaks to me. And I start seeing patterns of, watch this, missed opportunities, watch this, that were followed by or preceded by missed sessions. There were some opportunities that went past me like, wow, what, I, why didn't you see that coming? But those missed opportunities were preceded by missed personal sessions with God. So in essence, had I spent time with him, it's certain things that he would have prepared me for and told me about beforehand, and I wouldn't have missed those opportunities. Now, this is not a message of condemnation. It's not a message of guilt. Make you feel, no, 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 no. I'm telling you 2020. Oh my God. I heard what Jazz say. Jazz, Jazz was praying. That girl can pray, y'all. Jazz said, Father, in the name of Jesus, 2020 means double, double. When she said that, I said, double, double, Jesus. Double, double. Somebody shout double, double. That's my expectation for 2020, baby. It's double, double. And if God going to do, oh, my God, y'all, Jesus, if God going to do double, double, I'm telling you, if you miss it 2020, you really going to miss it. <laughs> I'm going to leave her alone. Say it, honey. <laughs> So, so here's number one. God, I thank you. God, God, I thank you. God, I thank you. Here's, here's number one, and I'm, I'm almost done. God has challenged me. Make space for me. Just make, make, it's, it's as, simple, as simple as this. When you sit down to pray and you get off your chest all the stuff that you wanted to say to God, just sit there for a minute. Now, I can't make him say nothing, but I'm telling you, he likes it when you make room for him. Just, 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 just sit there. How, how, about, how about just scheduling a silent time just for him to talk to you? I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if he's going to say nothing. I don't know what's going All I know is I want to make it a regular practice to give God opportunity to talk. Because watch this. If I miss it, I'm not going to miss it because he wanted to say something and couldn't say something. I'm going to miss it because he wanted me to miss that particular thing right there. Because I'm going to give him ample time this year to talk to me. So number one, giving him time. Number two, it's your approach 
in that time. This is good. This is good. One of the things that I've been in, okay, so pastoring, um, I don't know how long I've been pastoring. Anyway, how long? Just pastoring, 20 years. 20 years of pastoring, the most offensive thing that a person usually gets out of me is when I question whether they hurt God. Now, you're talking about an offense. What you mean, pastor? <laughs> now, now let, let, me, let, me, let me help you. Because in, in uh, 1 Corinthians, I believe it's 14. I believe it's 14, if I'm wrong. It's somewhere between 12 and 14. Paul says, the prophets should prophesy one at a time, and the others stand back and they judge. What are they judging? They judging whether what you said is of God or not. This is healthy. So you don't have a man of God standing up and saying, thus says the Lord. And because he said, thus said the Lord, you wind up running off a, 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 into a ditch somewhere because his word is unchecked. And I'll be honest, I, me personally, I, my, it, it strikes my ego, really, when, especially my wife, when she questions, are you sure that's God? I hate it. But you know what? <laughs> freedom. No, freedom. <laughs> I don't like it. But it's a necessity in my life. Because watch this. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm the pastor. And, and we're going to talk about this in, in growth track, growth track. Because all of us are leaders Every last one of us are leaders, and every last one of us have a sphere of responsibility, a sphere of influence that you are responsible for. And here it is. If you miss it, so does your sphere. You don't even understand. You'd be completely amazed at the people that look up to you. I don't care what level you're at. You would be completely amazed at the people in your life, watch this, that are making decisions based on what you choose. They will never tell you, but they are following you from a distance. And if you wreck, it's like a train. They following right behind you into a... So when you say, I believe the Lord is leading me here, I believe that the Lord is saying this, praise God if you got somebody in your life that ain't afraid of you to say, hey, are you sure that that is... The reason I bring that up is because... Samuel, God is going to make him priest, prophet, and judge. I mean, Samuel is getting ready to be the man. But him being ready to be the man, thank you, sir, watch this. He has to have somebody to teach him the voice of God. And so as your pastor, I have not only people that have taught me the voice of God, I have people that help me to direct to make sure what I'm hearing is actually the voice of. So if I'm your pastor and I got somebody doing that to me, why are you so spiritual that somebody can't challenge what you say is God or not? So the Bible says, Jesus, Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel 
answered, Here I am. He goes to Eli. Eli gives him wisdom of what to do. Here's the wisdom, verse number 9. And Eli told Samuel, Go and lie down. And if he calls you, say, if, if, he, if he calls you, I'm done, Chris. If God, how many know what it's like to just kind of sense like, I, like, I need to hear something from God. And then there's something, some of you are sensing like, it seemed like God trying to say something. So when you get to that place, first thing you need to do, you need to sit down and make time for him, make space. Make space. Make space. Make space. Make time. And in that time, here's your response. Well, I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. And if you did, there are just a couple of things I'd love for you to do. Number one, subscribe to our show. That way, the most recent episodes will always be in your feed waiting for you, ready when you are. And secondly, if this ministry has impacted your life in any way and you'd love to help us to continue to impact the lives of others, go to our website, empowerthecity.org, and select Give Now. Thank you again for listening to this podcast. We'll see you next time.